Welcome, everyone, to episode 170 of the Mars Attacks podcast. I'm your host, Victor. This episode is like a week in the making. Uh, just have not had time to record an episode. I apologize. It's always excuses with me, but it's true, man. Life gets in the way, and I'd I'd love to be able to do this every week. I mentioned that to Mark Striegel recently, but it just doesn't work out somehow. But uh, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. So, I don't know. Maybe I may actually knock out two episodes today. We'll see. We'll see how much time I have left. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, so a lot of interesting things have been happening. There's been another Vinny Vincent debacle. Uh, there's been a list that was thrown up online by some publication. I think it was Louder Sound regarding the best non-makeup kiss songs and I figured you know what why don't I take a stab at this it's funny because when I went to school I was like the kiss guy at least um for like a lot of my friends I was and whatnot but then life goes on and you meet people like Julian Gill and Matt Porter and Ken Mills oh meet them through the internet. I've never met them in person, something I'd like to do one day. And even um, the now excommunicated Craig Smith of Pods and Sods, you um, you meet these people and you realize, you know, you really didn't know shit about the band, now did you? But um, yeah, so, so what I'm going to do here, this episode is going to be my favorite non-makeup kiss tracks for roughly the next hour. I uh, hope you guys enjoy this, and um, I want to kick things off by addressing the, the Vinny thing. We kind of talked about it. If if you're, or let me say this, I encourage you to subscribe to the Mark Striegel podcast on Patreon, uh, because I help run his Patreon, and gotta be honest with you, I get a little piece of the pie uh, for helping do so. And... Um, you know, with these episodes that I do with Mark for his stream, the Mark Striegel podcast, um, we talk about a lot of different shit, uh, a lot of stuff unfiltered and uncensored that we normally, uh, that in his case wouldn't normally be addressed on Talking Metal, let's be honest here. No one gives a fuck, so I pretty much say whatever. Um, but uh, we dedicated last week's episode to just talking about all this Vinny stuff because he's done some rants lately with uh, with regards to Vinny and the cancellations and this, that, and the other thing. But um, I also work behind the scenes with uh, Chris Sinzak for his Rock and Bot Expo. I've done web programming and social media stuff that I've mentioned in the past. And so I know about stuff that's been going on behind the scenes. And folks, regardless what the uh, Pyro Messiah says... He's full of shit, okay? Um, no one from Rock and Pod approached him. Um, you know, it was it was the other way around. And I think it had more to do with the fact that he thought that Chris was no longer running Rock and Pod. And when he spoke to Chris's partner, who was part of that whole show that um Vinny was part of with Four by Fate um he re- he was the co-organizer of that so i think they approached him thinking oh well chris is out of the picture 
And then, you know, when when Ward got back, you know, working with Vinny got 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 pretty much kibosh right, right off the bat. All right. So let me just go by one thing that really stood out to me with Vinny's statement. Uh, Vinny, Vinny stated this whole big, long fucking diatribe and, you know, talking about all this just nonsensical shit. But l- let me just put it to you this way. He's never, ever, ever taken the blame for anything that he's done. He's never said, you know what? I fucked up. As much as people are on Gene and Paul's cases for different things, watch a lot of the things that they've done. They take the blame for stuff with their car, with different things that have happened along the years. And sorry, but Vinny has never done that. He's a fucking narcissist. So, one one paragraph I'm going to read from his whole statement. Moreover, stop believing that these triggered topics and phrases such as Vinny doesn't show up, Vinny can't play, and Vinny rips off his fans. These people need to grow the fuck up. No, Vinny, you need to grow the fuck up. When is the last time you've showed up and come through on any of these performances that you're supposed to. Not in an engagement where you were paid to show up like Chiller. Or like the Atlanta Kiss Expo. Or stuff like that. When the fuck have you shown up? You haven't. We have concerts from Memphis. From Nashville. The Speedball Jam. You know. Um, you're not fooling anyone with this honeycut shit. You know. <laughs> Everyone knows it's you. So you grow the fuck up. Vinny can't play. You can't play. This bullshit that, oh, well, he's saving it for when he's going to get paid. Go fuck yourself, man. That's total bullshit. Because all you need is, had they, when he played with 4 by Fate, had he have done a 10-second run on a guitar, that would have been enough for people to say, fuck it, here's my $300, Vinny's back, I'm there. Did not happen because he can't play. I always do analogies between the two, okay? Chris Impelitary, who has always been putting albums out, always, since the time that Vinny was solo till now, the guy is fucking huge in Japan, in Korea. You can scoff at that, but the motherfucker's making money and he can play his fucking ass off, okay? That fucking guy can shred. He can still do it all these years later, okay? Um, Vinny cannot. He hasn't proven it. Even Carmine Apiece called him out on it. Fucking Carmine, okay? Sorry. He can't do it. He can't play anymore. Vinny rips off his fans. Okay. When is the last time that Vinny hasn't done anything without getting paid? B... When has Vinny, you know, uh, put out an album, put out a box set, put out anything like this, a a pedal that was supposed to come out? Oh, let's blame it on someone else. Well, Derek Christopher have, you know, have something to do with the pedal not coming out? So, anyway, fuck this. Fuck Vinny. Vinny didn't save Kiss, okay? All right, so let let me give you another analogy. Vinny saved Kiss as much as 
And and not even because this person that I'm going to name had more to do with the success of a band than Vinny did. Okay? Because Kiss is still selling arenas out. All right? Kiss is is headlining festivals in Europe right now. Um the 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 thing that I was going to equate was Marty Friedman coming into Megadeth. I've never heard anyone say Marty Friedman saved Megadeth. You know why? Because Dave Mustaine is still running the show and he was leveraging Marty's skills to the best of his ability to make sure that he was doing what he wanted. Okay? Vinny, regardless whether he wrote those songs, he was still doing what Gene and Paul wanted, regardless what he says. Your proof? Boys are going to rock and on the eighth day. Because there you have what Gene and Paul took from Vinny, incorporated it into their own thing, and Vinny still, you know, for for as much as I idolized him and loved his his solo albums, I can't bring myself to listen to his shit at this point in time because he didn't save anyone. He can't even save himself. Okay, he can't bring himself to say. This is, you know, I fucked up. I did this wrong. He can say all that he wants about, oh, I can play. Prove it. He says he doesn't have to prove it to anyone. Okay, then go the fuck away. Go back into obscurity. Because people want to see you, you know, in the limelight, per se, because of your playing. Not not because of your fashion sense, okay? Uh, please. Um, it's, it's ridiculous. So this is someone that doesn't want people to talk about the way that he dresses or anything, but then with his Honeycuts alias is calling people fat and stupid and, and things like this, which is easy when you don't have to back it up because it's one of your many personas or personalities. No different than a fucking 13 year old. Um, you know, bashing someone online. So for as much as he can complain about haters, he's doing the same fucking thing. So pot calling the kettle black. Anyway, let's get into this episode. Um, so we're going to get into songs from the non-makeup era kiss. And I'm going to jump into the one album that I honestly did not own until, um, or I didn't own anything off of this album until that Kiss box set that came out uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s. And it is Crazy Nights. So I saw this list, I think it was Louder Sound, and they had the song Crazy Nights as like number two. Man, that just, that kills me. <laughs> Seriously. Because I cannot agree with that, but whatever. Um, Crazy Nights is the one album that I will not, you know, listen to. I I have songs off of it in the playlist, but because it's I have it from the box set. Um, the all I mean. Thief in the Night, because I know it's from the Wendy O. Williams uh, album. And this song, which Eddie Trunk used to play to death when Eddie Trunk used to love Kiss. 
with Eddie Trunk was not at ends at odds with uh, with Paul Stanley. So um, maybe this track is "I'll Fight Hell to Hold You" off of Crazy Nights.
All right, let's go to Asylum and let's turn things up a notch. This is going to be the theme for these next two songs. So let's hop on Love's A Deadly Weapon. co-written by Eric Carr and this is Under the Gun love this one let's check it out (laughs) 
Mr. Sinzak, if you're listening, hot in the shade, you know where I'm going with this. It's the law of the jungle. <laughs> if you've got the hunger, <laughs> betrayed off of hot in the shade. sucks that this song fades out where it does because right about here you hear Gene hitting that high note there so I've always thought that was pretty cool anyway Carnival of Souls last non-makeup album 
Uh, always really like this song. Master and Slave. This is Paul.
jumping over to Revenge. Revenge has one song that eclipses everything else. Gene's song, obviously. Song is unholy. Bruce Kulick once told me that if he heard Vinny say in front of him that he wrote any or he played anything on this song, he would punch him in the face, which would be pretty funny. Anyway, let's go with... And and this has to lead credence to uh, something that Bruce once told me. He thinks that maybe the only thing that Vinny did on this is the scratching in the beginning. Because in the box set, that scratching is gone. And we're going to play it with that version without the motherfucking scratching. This is Unholy by Kios. I've seen you eat your own I'm the cycle of faith of a thousand-year-old reign I'm still a silent salvation The only intonations that you worship on all fours I'm the infection of famine that's knocking at your door That's why you're feeling so Yeah. 
haven't touched on Lick It Up yet. So since we're flip-flopping between songs that Gene sung and songs that Paul has sung, time for a Paul song. Let's go with Exciter. Man, is the solo cool.
interesting. You've you've got you know Vinny in the band, and you get Rick Derringer to do the solo. Oh well. So I mentioned Thief in the Night before. That's where we're gonna go with. Love the Wendy O. Williams Wow album. Uh, the Kiss album. The <laughs> the Kiss album that wasn't Kiss essentially had Gene on all the tracks. Had Paul, Eric, Vinny, Ace, and I'm sure they tried getting um, Peter Chris some somewhere on there. So anyone who had ever been in Kiss or other people that had been involved with Kiss along the way were on this album. So anyway, uh, check it out if you haven't. This is Thief in the Night by, I almost said Wendy Williams, by Kiss. <laughs>
such a monster on drums. Uh, it was a huge influence to me as a kid, wanting to be a drummer. And this song was one of the reasons why. This is King of the Mountain, which kicked off Asylum.
Alright, so let's hop back to Gene. Let's hop back to Animalize. And I know... <laughs> I know Mr. Sinzak isn't very crazy about this. Sorry, Chris, I keep name-dropping you here. You've just been in everyone's mind. Double V on everyone. Uh, anyway, name of this track is While the City Sleeps.
hot in the shade, man. This is tough because I generally skip over the Paul songs on here, except for maybe Hide Your Heart. And I guess this track. So let's hop on the opening track, Rise To It. Remember the video with them putting the makeup on, teasing that whole thing? So, um, yeah, let's check out Rise To It.
Alright, so the next track is me kind of cheating here because after getting back together with Bob Ezrin on Revenge, the band started doing things that they had done the earlier years where they traded vocals off more. So you had things with Gene and Paul both on the, the same track, like kind of singing lead, where the original demos for Lick It Up had Not For The Innocent, and you had Gene and Paul going back and forth with one singing the verse, one singing the chorus. And that's how this, the song I confess off of Carnival of Souls, is always have loved this song. I know that this album is much maligned for some people, but I dig it. I dig this track, so... Play that for you now. I confess off of Carnival of Souls. When I look into the mirror Just can't believe what do I see There's no waking from this nightmare And you're lost in your reality Tell me all your secrets And you tell me that you're innocent There's something in your eyes I can see And my face keeps looking back at me
Let's go back to Revenge. This is a song that, as a kid when this came out, I used to love playing this. Especially when I would go to my room looking for shelter in my music. Folks would be... Uh, folks would get me wound up, get me pissed off. And... Take it off. You know, all these years later, you find out that Kevin Valentine's the one that's playing on it. But, you know, the beat that he's playing in the beginning, uh, right before the song really kicks off. Um, you know, my stereo, I had these great big speakers that used to be my brother's speakers. And it just moved the entire house <laughs> when I'd crank this up. So, so yeah. So, take it off. Love this one.
it up just one more track left coming off of lick it up want to thank anyone who's checked this episode out uh i want to say thank you um i want to thank all you guys that have been with me from the start there are a lot of you people that are out there maybe not as vocal as i'd want you to be but uh definitely have been around for a very long time supporting me and if you're a kiss fan obviously there's nothing new that you're listening to here but Uh, Definitely something that hopefully you enjoy listening to. Anyway, we're going to wrap things up with a track. And I mean, there's quite a few tracks here that I could go with. um, Because Lick It Up is a solid album. Whether, you know, regardless of what I was saying initially or not, I think Vinny as a songwriter is a great songwriter. Uh, As a person, not so much. Uh, but anyway, here's, here's a track and this is, this to me is something that I wish would come out on a box set at some point in time. It hasn't, but I hope it does. I'm going to leave you guys with the original demo for Not For The Innocent, which actually has the trade-off vocals going back and forth, which I think a lot of people will enjoy. So let's let's have that take us out here. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time right here on the Mars Attacks podcast. See ya.
you for listening to the Mars Attacks podcast. This concludes our show. 